As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is happening. Happy New Year! We are live! This is It's Time Radio, the show we will continue to talk about what you think about, but maybe you're afraid to voice. Don't worry, we'll voice it for you. It's no holds barred radio, folks. UFC, film, TV, politics, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you name it, we talk about it. And I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. We're going into year 15, 16. Oh, man, I haven't done the math in a minute. I think it, I think it's something like 15, yeah. I think it's like 15, and uh, great. It's just another year. Let's get it done. Started off right. And we thought we started off. We definitely need a beauty to be with these two beasts, so we bring on the wonderful Pearl Gonzalez. Hi, Pearl. How are you? Hello. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, TJ. I'm so happy to join you guys. I mean, we're happy. Let me just say I'm happy because I made a mistake and didn't book a guest and did something that you're saving my ass, Pearl. That's what I'm saying. I owe you one. All right. Yeah, he was on the chopping block. He was on the chopping block, Pearl. I was going to drop the hammer on him. But then he said, no, I got Pearl Gonzalez. It's great. I'll hang with you for another year. It's all good. It's all good. So all right. Happy to have you on. Let's get a few uh, sponsorships out of the way. Uh, it's Time Radio is sponsored by FanDuel, the most successful happening sportsbook in America. Check out FanDuel at FanDuel.com. Of course, Puncher's Chance, the burden for everybody that truly believes they have a puncher's chance in life. I live by this code. Have a drink. Enjoy it. And we just came out with a 12-year version. I, I'd have to run downstairs to get the bottle, but I got to tell you something, TJ. And yeah. Pearl, the 12-year, that sells for 30. The 12-year sells for 120 plus. Dang. When I say nectar of the bourbon gods, sweet nectar of the bourbon gods, it's unbelievably good. I like it. I like that. That's that's good to hear. And Is it out? Where can I pick this up? I, I need a bottle of this 12 year. Where are you at, Pearl? I'm in San Diego right oh. currently, but I'm everywhere. I'm a gypsy. Pearl lives everywhere, literally, and not like stays there, like lives there, Bruce. I tell the story all the time. We were in the middle of nowhere, Mexico in Sinaloa, and Pearl goes to the grocery store and buys like $200 worth of groceries because she has like a, a slow cooker in her room, but she doesn't have a refrigerator. So she buys $200 worth of groceries and then does a hotel barbecue with like short ribs, and it's just insane. That, that's awesome. But speaking of uh, barbershops and everything else, um, Bevmo, Albertsons, uh, hey. pretty much all your big markets are right there. You can you can find oh, them. Know, okay, perfect. And you can have it brought I to you, dying. Pearl. I, I know you like uh, people to to bring you things, so you don't have to you know go out and do things because you got things to do. Uh, Drizzly's a service that also stocks it. Yeah, Drizzly's. You can go right to Drizzly's online or um, uh, sipwhiskey.com, and they'll deliver right okay. there, right right to your house, which is probably the easiest. Wow. Thing. I have been so I actually went to into Chicago and I was looking for it because my I, my uncles they're a police officer and I'm like you guys got to try this and so I kind of been you know I, I buy my uncle bottles all the time just to keep his collection up so I really I'm gonna get him a bottle I gotta go to see him this weekend I'm definitely gonna grab a bottle this weekend and I'll I'll get you uh, give you his what he lo- he loves bourbon so 
Oh, that's awesome. And Maybe it's send phenomenal. Me, send me a little video or whatever if, if you can. I'll post yeah. it. I, only if you like it. Only if you like it, which I have no doubt you will. We won six gold medals, three for taste and three for design of the bottle. And um, what can I say? It's selling like hotcakes. So hey, everybody- Pearl, I, you- I got a story for you guys too about Puncher's Chance. Because, all right, all right, let me tell you. Don't, don't stop <laughs> now. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> don't stop now. Let so, it fly. What's the story? Okay, so you sent me a bottle, which I still have, right? And so it was my dad. My dad passed away a few years ago, and it was his birthday and his anniversary are very close together. And so it was last year. I just moved to Brooklyn. I don't have any friends in Brooklyn, so I'm a loner. So I was like, all right, I'm going to have a, I'm going to, I got to have a drink for my dad's birthday. So I pour, of course, I, I want Puncher's Chance. I love it. It's so delicious. The smell, it's smooth. I can drink it straight on the rocks. Neat. Like, I love this. So I had some and, and then I was like, okay, I am a two drink girl and done. I'm two and done. I don't drink a lot. I can't. So I have my two and then I, my aunt calls me, my aunt, and my uncle, in which I'm talking about. And now they're drinking and they're having this great party time. And so my uncle's like, come on, take a shot with me for Anthony. That's my father. And so I was like, all right. So I end up like having, I guess, like three more shots. And then I don't know what happened. I woke up. I was naked as fuck in my bed. And I was like, oh my God, where is everything? I, no, I'm not done. There's puke in the bathtub everywhere. I was like, what did I do? I have no idea. But I was like, I had to go to training the next morning. I did, I couldn't tell anybody. What am I going to say? I got super trash last night. They're going to think I'm an alcoholic. So I had to play it off. Didn't tell any and spar Amanda Serrano the next day. It was terrible. See, like just wait, terrible. wait, wait to tell the story on a podcast, you know? Yeah, so you blanked, you blanked out from like four or five shots of punchers. I think it was like six. I really think it was like six. Okay. He was like, have another one. And I'm like, yeah. Well, when you're used okay. to it, it was you... like having this great time. Bruce, allow me to tell you that that Pearl will have a drink on extra rounds of the show that we do on UFC Fight Pass. And if she has, um, you know, one full drink, especially if she maybe made it a little bit too strong, the, the second half hour of the show, it's, you know, touch and go. Should I given her a few before this show? But I don't think we needed to because the stories are rolling. So, I yeah, like it. yeah. Hey, Pearl, before <laughs> thanks for all that, Pearl, I you did wake up alone, right? Yes, I woke up alone. But let me tell you. There was a trail from the bathroom, like my pants, my bra, like there was a trail to the bed. So I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, clearly I threw up and was not happy with having my clothes on and took off my clothes as I tried to get to my bed and then fell asleep somewhere. I don't know if this is a great promo for punchers or the coolest <laughs> promo ever. <laughs> Try to figure it out. <laughs> so Pearl, you know, being the extreme uh, fun person that you are, you mentioned something before. You're going to Chicago to get your hair done. You live in San Diego. Yes. What, what, what's well, that all about? Well, I actually live. I have, my apartment is in Brooklyn. Um, you you can't narrow it down, in- Bruce. She lives everywhere she's at in that moment. That's where Got Pearl it. lives. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I resemble that remark. So go ahead. <laughs> so um, yeah, my family's in Chicago and my hairstylist is in Chicago and she has been doing an incredible job. So every six weeks I fly to Chicago uh, to get my hair done by her because I love her so much. And I get, I get some family time in. So it's a, it's a, I kill two birds with one and it doesn't keep me too far away from home. Uh, one year I didn't go home at all for a year and I never want to do that again. So it's just a perfect excuse to go home every six weeks and get my hair did. Cause let me tell you this, this has to look good. It's gotta look good guys. <laughs> look at all this look at hey this. i gotta I, get on the plane i gotta fly all right I, speak I, I, I think real quick i'd be willing to drive to mars if that was even possible to get a good haircut i'm just saying yeah, I'm sure can't you go to like instable or something like that tj to get i mean I, 
I, I maybe I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So, you know, let's get a, let's get a mop top going. I need it. All right. Well, let's get going with one key thing here, folks. Um, Kristen's not here today. Why do you think she's not here today, TJ? Um, I don't know. Family got hit too by much COVID. punchers. Henry, oh, no. <laughs> of course. No. No, no. <laughs> too much. No, the Henry, my boy, came down with the uh, with the uh, COVID variant today, yesterday, and did did he get it from returning to school? Is he in in uh, in person schooling? He returned to school on Monday, but he tested positive on Tuesday, which is not a That's proper too time quick, limit. right? Yeah, but. He was all home last week. He went in to get his wisdom teeth pulled at the dentist office on Friday. That's mm. the only time he was around other people. The problem, though, Bruce, is as we're learning, it's not necessarily being around other people. It could come in on a package. It could come into your house so many different ways. And, um, again, I'm not trying to get all political and, and talk about vaccines. That's that's none of my business, really, with our listeners. But the bottom line is, is it does feel like you can only do so much and you're at the the whim of whether or not this thing's going to hit you. And, you know, it seems to be person to person, case to case on, on who's impacted by it. Well, right now, I don't know about you guys, but here, my sphere of influence, everybody's getting hit. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yep. And uh, now in Europe, uh, they're predicting half of Western Europe could soon be infected with COVID-19. Um, it's spreading like wildfire over there. There were 7 million new cases in the first week of oh, January. And it just doubled in the last two weeks. When do we get an upgrade on the number? Because this is the 2019 version, but there's new variants. So isn't it, isn't it COVID 21 at this point or 22? I, I don't. I don't know. To me, COVID is COVID. Let's just be happy with the fact that if you're vaccinated, because the unvaxxed people are winding up in the hospital with a tremendous amount of children getting this new uh, yeah. variant. Which I'm sorry to say, because I worry about the after effects, not just in kids but in adults. Um, but the CDC predicts that there'll be 62,000 more COVID deaths in the next month here in the United States. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So the fact Thanks. that it affects you less, but then I talk to some people and it affects them more. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a variant in respect to the fact there's a variant of COVID. It's a variant in respect to the fact of how each of us are affected by it. Right. Which we're all so different. We're all different. So all I can tell everybody is to be safe. All I'm hearing from everybody, um, including my cleaning lady who came here today, is that everybody around them is getting this damn yeah. COVID. So just be safe. I got to tell you right now, I was in Vegas last week for the Raider game, mm -hmm. which was amazing. What, a, what an amazing game that was. It was incredible. And um, so I set off the Raider game, and then I've got the UFC this weekend. Then we got the big show in Anaheim, Jan 22nd. And I'm not saying cancel the show or anything, but with everything going on here in California, I feel like the Honda Center in Anaheim is going to just be a COVID haven. I mean, I don't know, Bruce. Like, I hate to say this, but at, at what point do we just, again, just have to go, yeah. People are going to get it. People are going to have to deal with it. Oh, and, at this point, it's a matter of not, are you going to get it? It's when are you going to get it? Right. And and that's the thing, you know, unfortunately uh, for me is, uh, you know, I, I, I have to worry about bringing it back to my family, which unfortunately I did. I got, got them COVID for Christmas. Um, my wife, you know, had, had a bad couple of days. My son got over it in like five hours. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, my, my son, he's not legal to drink, but he, he could have just had six shots of puncher's chance like Pearl and wouldn't even remember COVID. But it does seem like other people, though, are impacted. And I was for three straight days, Bruce. Like, I would have needed a bottle and a half of punchers to get through my, my COVID. Yeah. Well, like I said, to me, it was uh, it's time energy by day to give me energy. And right. Yeah. Night to let me relax. And that's the thing, too. Uh, the hardest part, I think, for me is not only just getting through feeling like crap, but uh, I mean, how did you deal with the pearl? Because you're a busier body than, than I am. I mean, you're going to cross the country to get your hair done. Like, I, I think the... The hardest thing for me 
what was to get over it and then not go out because you have to quarantine? So I got it back in uh, 2020. And, you got version uh, one. It, it was horrible. And I got it in Chicago. And I swear the Chicago version at that time was like on steroids. It was horrible. I was three weeks out of a title fight and I was in the best shape of my life. I, you know, I'm very big in my nutrition and my supplementation and constantly, especially when I'm in a camp, I'm constantly making sure that I'm keeping my immunity my immunity boosted and I'm really working to help my immune system because I'm cutting weight and training so much. And I got that. And it like, it took me out for two weeks. I couldn't breathe right for five, six weeks. I mean, it was pretty intense and for as healthy as I was. Um, I think that, you know, I, I, I kind of like overheard some things like uh, what Joe Rogan and Dana White with the IV. And I thought that that was pretty, pretty like, incredible. Like, why didn't I think of something like that? The IV where it goes instantly through your system. So I think like, like you guys said, like, this is, this is here. It's here. You, you're probably going to get it. When are you going to get it? All you can really do is prepare your body, your immune system and, you know, and yourself for this. And that is by making sure, you know, you're eating as good as you possibly can and just taking care of yourself so that if you do get hit with it, you know, you can help your immune system. You know, I saw this, I need to probably look into, uh, you know, reading the article before I go on a podcast and say that it's fact, but uh, I saw ESPN had an article up that said the NCAA was going to consider athletes that had COVID fully vaccinated um, because they, they, they dealt with, with the, the virus. And it's like, our immunity is, is high. Yeah. And, and I, I understand that, but again, it's just, it, it's crazy. And I don't know how long, I mean, with these variants, Bruce, I don't know how long you, you really buy time before the next variant could come along and you're not immune to that one. Look how many variants came out in the last year. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, what, 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 what letter is Omicron? Is that O and, and they go by the Greek letters. So we're already I, up to, I don't know. The there's o. already, an, there's already another one they're talking that's being developed. You know, it, listen, the bottom line is without really super analyzing it is this is where we're at and uh, it's not going to change for a while. No, I mean, Dr. Davidson was on the air almost two years ago at this point, Bruce, saying, like, get ready to, for your new normal, ladies and gentlemen. And it's been that five year, five year trek, five year trek. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get on some positive things here. But, you know, with the COVID situation, again, just everybody stay safe as best you can. And uh, that's all I can say. We had a few passings over the last couple of weeks that are definitely worth talking about. One of the finest actors ever in the history of Hollywood, Sidney Portier, who was one of my favorite actors growing up. He passed away at the age of 94. My sincere wishes, condolences go out to his family. The oldest USS World War II veteran passed away. 112. Wow. 112. That's Dang. pretty amazing. Yep. Pretty amazing. So uh, best to him. Thank him for his service. His name was Lawrence Brooks. Uh, looking at these pictures of him as a soldier and him as an older man, you know, I just I have so much respect for the World War II generation, as I have respect for everybody, unless you prove to be an asshole. <laughs> so it's a good outlook. Good, good outlook. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much the case. But uh, thank you for your service, sir. And a uh, comedian who I knew and um, a lot of people respected. And of course, you know, uh, we all know him from the TV show, but Bob Saget. That one know, got me by surprise, Bruce. That one, that one hit me uh, in the gut a little bit. Yeah, well, they, you know, they found him. The good thing is, if there is a good thing here, is that he passed away, they claim, in his sleep. Right. And it could have been potentially from a heart attack or a stroke. And uh, he passed away peacefully in his sleep. They found him with his left arm across his chest and uh, right on line beside him. So the hand on the chest is what they figured could have pointed to the fact that it was a heart attack. Um, and he recently battled COVID-19. And when he had COVID-19, he had developed blood clots and, and was reporting complications from the virus. So again, who knows? Right. 
if this could be an after it, this is what worries me right. about getting this. Okay. This and many, many other things. So we don't know. Guinea pigs. Yeah. Guinea pigs, yeah. All guinea pigs. I mean, I'm, I'm over COVID I'm, you know, negative and all that stuff. And I have some immunity and, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at like my day-to-day life and I have, I got, I've got some fatigue, Bruce. I'm not going to lie. Like I feel a lot more tired than I used to be, but I also don't know if I just am just getting more lazy. It's, it's one of those two yeah. things. I'm like, I, I might be lazy. Pearl can attest to that. I'm well, lazy. it's the same. No, it's- I was going to ask if you had donuts today. What'd you uh, have for breakfast? Uh, what did I, I, you know what? I had a banana, Pearl. I still got mm. uh, two left over. So I've been, I've been eating right. a little healthier to start the new year. Okay. Pearl, Pearl yells at me all the time. I just want to see the bags of chips and the shitty energy drinks. Oh, no. Well, okay. Well, I got, I got energy drinks. That's true. I got my monsters, but I had a banana. That should at least give me one or two energy drinks. I am going to wean you off monster. Okay. Because yeah, get a lime flavored. I need need lime. It's time. Monster is I'll respect a monster. Yeah. The the UFC sponsor. Yeah. Hey, like Brock Lesnar said, they ain't paying me any money. Okay. There you go. I got that. I respect that. Bottom line is you want health and energy. You drink this. We'll ship it over. I'll drink it by the caseload. I promise. Coming, coming, February, coming, 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 coming. Lots happening. You know, while we're talking on on uh, physical wellness and everything, Jenna Jameson, you know, Tito Ortiz's ex-wife, the porno star, Jenna Jameson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's unable to even walk right now. She Why? has she has Guillain Barr syndrome. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Guillain Barr syndrome. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely heard of that. I can't remember what it is, though. Well, she's going in her testing and everything else. Uh, the muscles in her legs are weak. She wasn't even able to walk to the bathroom. She had to have somebody carry her. Uh, so. I don't know how long that lasts. I mean, I hope she gets through it. Okay. I don't wish that on anybody, but man, I'll tell you, stay healthy folks, eat right nutrition, whatever it takes. Not that that's going to stop something like this, but I've never even, I've never even heard of this. I mean, I have heard of it. Excuse me. I'm just not familiar with how it works. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously want to wish her the best and recovering and that's, that's, that's a bummer. It's never fun. I mean, to be unable to be mobile, to be immobile because of something is a pretty scary thing. Yep. Yes. a couple of uh, uh, liquor stories here while we're talking Puncher's Chance. Yeah, speaking of uh, being immobile. Yeah. The Rocks, Tremania Tequila, which I think is really good. Um, he's mm-hmm. sold 600,000 cases, right, across has moved. Now, from what I understand, like Ryan Reynolds, let's put it this way, Conor McGregor, we all know Proper 12. They sold right. about a little over 200,000 cases. Company sold for $600 million. So right now, this places The Rocks value at his company over a billion dollars which is wow. Very, wow. very cool. Now, Mark Wahlberg, now he wants to make his number one. He's going to start competing against, you know, the Rocks tequila and Clooney's, you know, tequila, Casamigos, or, uh, but even though they sold that for a billion dollars almost or whatever, but he's coming out with his own line of tequila called Fletcher Azul, Azul being what it's made from. And um, it's a pretty nice looking bottle. I wish Mark all the luck. He's another one that's got a Midas touch when it comes to what he does. I will tell you that the tequila market, in my opinion, is a little uh, saturated. Well, but- not only that, though, Bruce, but like I feel like I feel like tequila is very much a, a Mexican liquor, right? Like, well, I, yeah, I mean, if you look you gotta, at it. right, but you got to have like I think some culture there to be the face of a tequila brand. I'm not saying anything you know negative towards Mark Wahlberg, but like I look at The Rock and I think you know Miami, you know he's a Miami guy, and that sort of makes sense. Uh, but Boston in tequila doesn't really jump off the page for me. Well, then you won't buy it. But then there's a lot. Well, of I mean, there's a I'm, lot of Mark Wahlberg fans out there. 
you know, mm-hmm. make an energy drink and I might buy it, Mark. Hey, I wish him luck. I don't look at competition when I think of the proper 12s and this, that, and the other. And I look at puncher's chance. Again, I come from the school that competition breeds success and success right. breeds competition. There's room for everybody. But, but again, Connor McGregor, proper 12 Irish whiskey. That makes sense. Yes, it does. Mark Wahlberg and tequila doesn't make sense. <laughs> Pearl well, Gonzalez and tequila makes sense. Pearl Gonzalez makes sense, period. So it's all good. <laughs> She, she reminds well, me of that like all the time. Olive. She's like, I make and sense I, to you, dude. No question. So hey, I, did a, I did a alcohol promotions for 12 years um, in my earlier days. And uh, I love tasting. I'll taste all of them because I love just tasting, smelling, you know, and finding the notes and the textures in the, in the alcohol. We've so witnessed this at, at, the, at the UFC headquarters. <laughs> Pearl uh, was getting uh, frisky with Howlerhead. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll make you frisky. I actually enjoyed Howlerhead when I tasted it. I, it's not the kind I drink every day. It's a little too sweet for mm-hmm. me because of banana infused. I think it's more of a liqueur. Yeah, but um, it's very cool. The bottles are beautiful. Dana's behind it. And I think as far as the product that is, I think it's an excellent product. Really Pearl like. had like nine drinks that she made. And, and by drinks, she just she just went she just went. Uh, no, no, she, was, she, was, she was tasting them, tasting them, not not drinking all of them. But she had nine like separate drinks that she had made, like different combinations. And, uh, you know, I think by drink four or five, she everything just tasted fine. <laughs> Hey, Pearl, let me uh, sway a little bit here. You know, one thing at the end of the year I find is to uh, end the year strong, to start the year strong. Don't start the year with anything going on business and personal life that's negative and toxic. You know, try to start off with a clean slate. Um, I love that. Did you start the year off with a boyfriend? Oh, no, I, st- I haven't been on a date in uh, two years now. Well, we're sl- wait, slow I down the train, hold years. the horses. <laughs> All right. Now we're going off the rails. We got it provocative provocative picture publishing social media pearl gonzalez has not been on a date in two years what the heck is up with that yeah i have i haven't had any any kind of physical with a man anything in two years um you know i i was uh in a long relationship i was married for 10 years and uh, he broke my heart two years ago and i refused to date or even consider a relationship with someone else until I'm healed in which I, I am. I'm at a good place now in my life, but I've taken the last couple of years. And I've also decided that 2022 is another one of these years where I just want to focus on my goals. I want to focus on, I'm in a new place. Now I have a whole new life ahead of me than what right. I has been planned for the last decade. So I'm just setting myself up. That's most important is security in my life. I think that's what I miss most from that relationship is the security in it. Um, so I'm, I'm really focused right now on setting my life up and helping set my family up. I mean, that's my life's purpose is to, to help change the generational wealth and, and of my family, but also create some opportunities for these kids in my family. And so uh, that's what I'm focused on. That is my mission right now is um, just to, to set myself up and, and get where I need to be. I think though 2022, I might go on a date. I mean, damn, I need so gotta love it here. I mean, I, I do it myself. I play with my own hair. You know, I take myself on dates. I do. I really do. I get dressed up, uh, you know, just like I would for a date, and I go out into a fancy restaurant by myself. It's well, kind of what I've done. Let me comment hmm. on a few different comments. First off, going out by yourself and everything and looking good can totally relate. I do the same thing. Okay, need to get out okay. whether I'm with somebody or not. And I, you got to be happy within yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. Second thing, I'm jealous as hell of that first guy that gets to knock on your door that you accept. Wow. Is he in store for a fun night or what? Or a fun, you know? Oh my God. He's in store for a fun week. It's going to be a week. I'm locking in. You better send him an IV bag of vitamin (laughs) B, baby. That's all I can tell you. 
and God knows what else. Blue chews. We'll send him some free blue chews. There you Not go. He's going to need it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Good for you. So what you're saying is there's nothing more exciting than the impending event. I got it. Yes. That okay. and, you know, I think that the uh, just the journey these last two years of really like learning myself and, and learning what I like. And it's been a journey. It's It's been interesting. And even on the nights where I was like lonely and sad and you know, I had to pick myself up out of those. I had to find a way to deal. And I think that, you know, the one book I read, The Obstacle is the Way, like there is no better way to get through some shit than get than going right through that obstacle. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, it's just that. And I'm just so busy with work right now that I really don't have time to date. Thank God you have the work because it takes your mind off the other thing, you know, which I can totally yeah. relate to. At the same time, they say for every two days you're together, uh, for every, what is it? For every two days you're together, it takes one day to get over. So like if you're talking a 10 year relationship, you know, you probably have this going on in your head for a while, um, especially since you were married. Are you guys communicating? No, we haven't communicated since he's actually, uh, you know, divorce is not over. It's taken forever. Uh, so I'm really, you know, hoping for that soon, but he's ready to get married. He's been in a real, he was in a relationship before we ended ours. So, cool. you know, he's, a, it's cool. Exactly. Good for him. He's in on his own path and I'm on mine. And man, let me tell you, since I, that relationship ended, like my life has like blossomed into something completely different than what I thought it would be. And you got rid of the toxicity in your life and you put it on a clean path. And that's the name of the game. When you, again, when you're starting off the new year, get rid of everything toxic, you mm -hmm. know, if it's not happening, it's not going the right way, whatever the case might be, you got to think about yourself and what's best for you. And that's the way I am, but I'm still kind to everybody around me. I try to handle as best I can, but the bottom line is we're survivors in this mean world in which we live and it's survival of the fittest. So, yes. So good for you. Stay fit, survive and go for that success. I think your attitude about that and your goals are fantastic. Smart. Thank you. But go out and enjoy yourself. Okay. I know. So okay. what I did do this year, uh, I ended my year, I had surgery two days before uh, Christmas, I, I tore my MCL for the fourth time back in Ugh. February. And it, the last time I tore it, it tore completely off the bone. So I couldn't grapple or kick anymore, which is why I opt to go to bare knuckle boxing, because I was not ready to have surgery, I wanted to fight. And all I could do was box. Um, and so I, I had my surgery. I'm in week three of surgery. I'm walking. I can get on the uh, elliptical. I can ride the bike. I mean, I'm, I'm just, and I've been working out twice a day uh, everywhere else. I have three other limbs that I've been working on. So it's been an interesting journey now physically to, you know, get my body back up to par to get back on my feet. I just started walking regularly like yesterday or the day before. And also, um, now that my life has slowed down a little bit, uh, physically, it's like, where else? And I've been working in other areas uh, and w working on other goals and working on my year. So I think that for me, like when things happen, like you said, you know, one, I never want to be bitter in life, whatever I go through, I, I, that's one of my big things is never be bitter. It's, it's part of life. This is part of life. Right. Um, but when something happens or a challenge gets in my way, okay, well, this is here. Maybe I can't use my leg. I can't do these things. I can't train and, and the things that I love, but I still have a brain. I still have three other limbs. How can I enhance myself in another way? And that's just kind of been my thought process for the last 10 years. You know, and that's kind of where I'm at. I, th I think that's a little bit of breaking news too, Bruce, because uh, Pearl, I don't, I don't think you've really told anybody why you went into to bare knuckle boxing and the fact that you did so on a torn, you know, uh, meniscus is pretty crazy and insane in that's itself. Crazy. Yeah. Just walking down the street with a torn meniscus is crazy enough. And Pearl's crazy yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. It was how did you like, I had a blast. How'd you like taking shots with the bare knuckle versus the glove and considering our gloves in MMA are only four or five ounces anyway. 
You know, it was, it's interesting. I, I, it's very different in punching. You actually have to punch different because, you know, when you hit, if you hit with just a piece of your knuckle, it hurts so bad. So you really have to learn how to hit. If you hit the forehead, I mean, the first fight I had, my hands swelled up like, uh, they swelled up like a tennis ball, like huge for like three weeks. And then the bruising went from my knuckles all the way down to my elbows. It was insane because I kept hitting her in the hard parts of her skull. So you really have to pick your shots. Um, it was fun. It's exciting. It's dangerous because you, you know, my last fight I had, it was, it was just a, it was a crazy, it was so much fun, but it was a, a back and forth. It was a brawl. We were just in the pocket swinging. And I remember the first thing I asked the cut man, as soon as I walked, the fight was over was how many cuts do I have? Cause I thought I had maybe four or five cuts and he was like, you have none. And I was surprised. So it, it's interesting because it's so dangerous. It's exciting. You don't know if you're cut any, you, you don't have to hit hard to get cut. Um, it was, it was exciting. Uh, I miss grappling. I miss grappling a lot though. I miss MMA. And what about taking the shot? You know, you've been, you've been, uh, slammed with boxing gloves and MMA gloves. Now you get hit with bare knuckles. What was the worst, worst one to take? Of course, it depends. Uh, on your opinion, but what was the worst to take? There was one that I took right here on my orbital bone. And as soon as I took that immediately, my eye shut. And I, so I think like some of those, there was just a couple, she, she, she didn't, she sucked, but she didn't have very accurate, very good accuracy. <laughs> so she didn't really land big shots on me. Uh, Be happy about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you do feel it. You do. And you're just not sure when you get hit, like, did that cut me open? You know, cause you just, it's like a sting, which is a little different than with your gloves. Some sting in, with gloves, if they hit you on that bone or right, just right. And then some you're like, oh, I can take that. You feel the pad. So it is, it's, it's definitely very different. Every time I've ever been cut in a fight, you know, I've taken 16 stitches around my left eye and over here and stuff like that. Honestly, Thanks. every time I've been cut, I never knew I was cut, you know, until the blood wow. is coming down or the, my opponent's like, no, <laughs> I, one was even in a street fight and the, and the cut was so bad that the guy actually went like this when he cut me, which gave me the perfect opening to just take him out. <laughs> you know, it was, oh like, my God. it was funny, but I, I hadn't, you know, I, I think it's kind of like getting knocked out. You don't really feel it until you know it's, it's happened. Depending. Yeah, depending. But, We've seen it, the big gashes. It depends. It's interesting, Rich. You mentioned, you know, uh, uh, being cut, sort of opening a, a window and a door for you. Uh, there are plenty of uh, sort of ex examples in mixed martial arts where uh, an opponent has cut their uh, or a fighter has cut their opponent and it's to their own detriment. Remember Kenny Florian in the bottom of Sean Shirk and he was forced oh, to God, you know, almost drink some of that blood. The yeah, bloodiest yeah. fight I ever saw. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, and, and Kenny was the one that landed the cut on Sean, and, and it so, sort of unfortunately uh, hurt his chances in winning that fight. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy, crazy stuff. Well, I don't want to see anybody get cut. I just want to see people win, cash big paychecks, and go on to have successful careers, and we all know that that gets interrupted by various <laughs> various situations. Um, let's talk UFC. Uh, UFC's having its first show this weekend, which I'll be at the Apex in Vegas announcing. Uh, you know, good solid fight card here. Uh, Calvin Cater, uh, Giga, uh, Chikadze. I, I had Chikadze. it. Chikadze. I had it. I had it. I had it. Okay. That's <laughs> hard, but that's, you know, Cater's a tough dude. Oh yeah. And, mm -hmm. and so is Giga. You know, this is going to be really, they're not big names. And I mean that with all respect, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah, they're heavy hitters. They're heavy hitters, but this is a card that people are going to go, Oh, it's no, no, no. And you know what? It's probably going to be on fire. Okay. Oh, 100%. It's this going to be on fire. Like, so uh, Kader, which I thought is kind of cool, this is his second year in a row opening the UFC for the year. Oh, he wow. Did the same thing last year. Really? He, I he didn't opened, know that. Yeah. He fought again in Abu Dhabi against uh, 
at Holloway. That was his last fight. And yeah. it was, uh, so he, you know, that's kind of cool for him. And the, the most exciting thing, so Chikadze, Chikadze is currently 7 or 8-0 right now in the UFC. I mean, he, he originally came in on a Dana White contender series. So he went on the show, lost. They didn't take him, obviously, because he lost the Dana White contender series. And then he, and then he went and got a couple wins, came back in 2019, fought four times in 2020, two in 2021. And here we are, just a year, less than two years short of an eight and oh. I mean, this guy is incredible. He is extremely talented and on the rise. Cater's a monster, though, man. His jab, his boxing. He's got this incredible boxing, but the best part of what I loved most about his style is the way that he strikes as he's backing up. He did not utilize it in the Holloway fight, but he looked he looked great before uh, leading up to the Max Holloway fight. You know, aside from everything you just said, this is an example of why you're so good at what you do. We're talking casually. I bring something up. You've got no cheat notes in front of you, and you just you just she didn't even know she'd be on the show today, Bruce. Like 25 <laughs> minutes ago, she had no idea she can do this. No, that's that. That's very impressive to me. Very impressive. Thank to you. Me. Yeah, good job, Pearl. Good job. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this card. Like, uh, I'm just excited to have fights back. You know, and and uh, I think that these two, you're right. They're not well known. They they haven't really got that light limelight yet. But if you look at Chikadze and you look at both of these gentlemen, I think uh, Kadar is like five and two or five and three right now in the UFC. And Chikadze's been on this role. They've had eight fights in the, in the UFC already. And they've worked their way up. So this is amazing that they get this spot and they get this limelight. If you don't know Chikadze by the end of the year, I, I think you will. Yeah, well, you know, the important thing is, well, important rather, one of the possibilities here is the first UFC of the year. Hopefully a lot of eyeballs will be on it. Um, it's an early show. It's going to be competing against football playoffs. But, you know, that's their choice, what they, what they chose. You know, the co-main event is uh, Muslim Zalikov, Zalikov against uh, Michelle Pereira. Um, and the next to co-main is uh, Jennifer Maya and Caitlin uh, Trukasian. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. tell me that's not going to be a ball. It's a great fight. Great fight. It's a great fight. It's, it's a, a great big fight. fight. Yeah. It's a J- big fight for this division. These are the top contenders. These girls are the top five, and they've already fought. And and Caitlin beat her. Caitlin's yeah. been number two for years. It's so insane. Like she's just been there, you know. It, just can't seem to get over re- that hump. Yeah, I know. Oh, she's just right I mean, in front of an assassin. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, when the challenge the is Valentina Shevchenko, like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going right. to do? You know what I mean? Like, right. it was like Rich Franklin back in the day. It was Rich Franklin and unfortunately, Anderson Silva in front of him. You know what I mean? It's incredibly difficult when you're, you know, the, the number one contender, but the champion's a friggin goat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Heavyweight wise, we have Jake Collier and Chase Sherman. You know, the vanilla gorilla is always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. And then, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of Dana White uh, contender series fighters are coming on this show. I think there's I, when I was doing the cards last night, there's at least six people debuting now. Yeah. On, on this fight, and, which is going to be very cool. And one thing about those contender series uh, prospects is, you know, the, not only can you be certain that they're talented, but they're action you know, packed fighters. If yes. you're going to come into the UFC on uh, a contender series note, it's because not only did you go out there and probably get the win, but you went out there and, and impressed Dana. And, you know, the only way to really do that is to make sure that you don't, uh, you know, sit back and let the fight come to you. You take the fight to to, to your opponent. So anytime there's a contender series uh, prospect on the card, it's must-see TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then you got Court McGee coming back, you know, for the guy's been fighting in the UFC forever. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, I don't quite know how to say his opponent's name except Ramiz uh, Rahima. I'm not sure, but I got to learn his name. Uh, Gabriel Benitez, Gabriel Benitez, and TJ Brown. I think that's going to be a hell of a fight, and that's on the undercard. So yeah, so, solid uh, afternoon, I guess, of of action. So, solid afternoon of fights. Going to be fun. I'll see you all from the Apex. Great building, by the way. Pearl and I just worked that uh, venue for the first time. It's the first non-UFC so cool how- uh, show inside the Apex. Yeah, isn't it cool how intimate it is? I mean, with 150 or so people sitting in the nice seats and everything. And then in the back, you know, they bring out all the Greek food and the buffet and the bar. And I got to tell you something. I think if you love a UFC, sure, the big arena shows are all fantastic. But there's something about this intimate show. It's like, my God, this is the greatest thing since 7 Up. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to tell me that, sir, you don't belong here. It's time to go. I was like, all right, I'm with Pearl. I was waiting for someone to come up and tell me I don't don't belong here. You know, know, what are you doing here, sir? I'm with Pearl. You belong. I there. found you... a spot in the back. I found a spot in the back and I was trying to do one of my videos for my fan time in the back where no one could see me because there's like a nice little area in the back. You can have some privacy. That's the area I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there, there's a couple areas, a couple buffet areas. Put it this way. You don't have to go out to dinner after this show. You're you're full. Wow. Uh, it works really well. Um, OK, a little collectible talk. Tom Brady, you know, the goat. What can we say? His rookie card now. Uh, they found one of his other rookie cards. It's a PSA 8.5. It's amazing. $2 million they expect this thing to sell for. Damn. Wow. That's just crazy. Yeah. Hey, Pearl, do you have to go? You got some, somewhere to be? I do. I have. No, Pearl, therapy. you got to go. You got to go. Do, do what you got to do. We're gonna, actually going to be cutting off the show here in a few minutes. So it's all good. But if you got to go, please do. Okay. Well, thank you guys for having me on. Next time I'll look cuter. I promise. Hey, listen, I've, I I've been saying that since episode one for myself. So. <laughs> I want to hear how your dad likes uh, Puncher's Chance, and I definitely want to have you on after you have your first date of 2022 or after your first week of dating in 2022. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure to keep you tuned in on that. Well, don't hold your breath, though, because the way this year is looking as busy as it is, I don't know when I'm going to fit it in. Just notify <laughs> TJ, and we'll bring you on with Sammy Phillips on our Sex and Relationship show because we'll definitely have something to talk about, hopefully. Ooh. All right. Okay. Bye, Pearl. <laughs> Bye, Pearl. Have a good week. Great show. Both you guys have a great show this week. Okay. Hi, right, honey. You take care. Go get that hair done okay. in Chicago style. Thank What's you. Okay? You go to go to the Windy City to get your hair done, so you walk out in the wind. I'm still trying to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Okay. Take care, Pearl. Okay. Bye. 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 I meant that what I said, you know, to her to rattle off those stats, not even knowing what we're going to talk about and just to be pulling it out of her brain path. Well, to be fair, she's getting ready for extra rounds on Saturday night immediately following the UFC card. But yeah, no, I mean, even if she uh, I mean, it's Wednesday as we record this. So uh, she didn't need to do any of that research until Friday, to be honest with you. So for her to grab that, Bruce, I mean, she works hard. She works hard. Um What's a couple things where we go? I got to tell you the the Raider game last weekend. I know I heard I about this. So can you can you give me the details on this? Because I heard that there was a scenario where actually both teams could have yeah. made the playoffs, but that that Here's wasn't the case. Here's what happened. When I set off the game before kickoff, the reaction was probably the most powerful of the season because this was like a big game, right? And the game was that either the L.A. Chargers or the Raiders, whoever won the game, goes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But if there was a tie. Right. They both go to the playoffs. Right. So now we're sitting here. It's fourth quarter. The Raiders are ahead by uh, 10 points or so, or 10 points, if I'm not mistaken. And um, the Chargers come back. And in, literally in the last three or five seconds, if I'm not incorrect in what I'm saying, they scored the touchdown to tie the game. Okay. 
Okay. So now we're going into overtime. Right. Now, if you bet the tie, I don't remember the odds, but I would venture to guess it was easily probably 500 or more to one. Okay. Right. And I was told by a few people to bet the tie. I almost put a, you know, hundred bucks on it for shit and giggles. Right. Um, but anyway, it ended in an overtime play with the Raiders winning by a field goal. Okay. And the Raiders now are going to the, uh, the playoffs, mm-hmm. which they play on Saturday in the wild card. But here's the cool thing. Oh, and little, little John was there. He performed at halftime. I opened up the show. He performed at halftime. It was just a really, really fun game. I was with some very cool people. I went with a friend of mine. He just had a really great time. And, um, but the whole thing is what's exciting for me is this is the first year the Raiders played at Allegiant stadium. Right? Second year, but there were no people yet uh, last year. Yeah. Well, excuse me in front of a crowd. Right. Yep. And the first year that I represent them as far as opening for them and not doing anything for any other NFL team. Right. They went to the playoffs. Yeah. And so that, that's job security. If I've ever heard it. Oh yeah. Well, they told me that, you know, they want me every season, but you know, I know, I know from experience, my brother, right. that that's, always said and that's great but if they lose the superstition kicks in right you get a stink on you that cannot be scrubbed off exactly so right now there's no stink it's all good speaking of which my it's time cologne is being shipped the samples are coming in <laughs> that's the best segue in the show's history best segue. i just had a meeting with my company in england it's like everything's going so amazing but i'm getting a whole expect samples because i want to i want you to show it on your show uh or a sample excuse right me. yeah i mean uh, i probably could use it to be honest with you <laughs> okay, that sounds like a personal problem, but it's okay. Uh, issue, rather, pardon me. Um, everybody can use it. So uh, the thing about the Raiders in, you know, it's a sweet smell of success. Right? It's a sweet smell of success. It's, it's just, it's so happy. And I'm looking forward to representing him again next year. I, you know, I had that special jacket. I don't know if you saw the jacket. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it last week. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a glorious looking jacket. And, you know, that fan base, I, I know that, that Vegas is a, a new home for the Raiders as a whole. But the, the Raiders have a long, rich history, whether it be in Oakland or, or Los Angeles. And those fans, they move with the team. Uh, a lot of them do. You know, they don't just yeah. give up on the Raiders when they're no longer playing where, where they're from. Uh my timeline, I didn't realize how many Raider fans uh, I was friends with online because it was just Raider Nation going crazy. Well, when you go there and you see the, uh, uh, what do you call them? The um, parking lot, what, what the pregame, what do they call that? Uh, tailgaters. The tailgaters. It's extreme. Yeah. These Raider fans are serious. Well, they travel too. Uh, a friend of mine uh, who I know in Southern California, like he, he's a Raider fan and he organized some tailgate party for when the, the Raiders played, I think either the Jets or the Giants in New York uh, earlier this year. Like they have a traveling Raider tailgate party. Yep. Well, it, it works. It's, it's pretty phenomenal to see. That's all I can say. They're real. They really get off on it. Um, anyway, happy to do that. I obviously see where I'm going to be spending a lot of Sundays again next season, and I can't argue with it. How can I argue with it? That's Sorry. awesome. I'm, I, I need you to do it for at least like three years. So you get all the beautiful people out of the way for hooking them up with tickets. And then you'll hook me up with tickets on like year three. I've, I've had a couple of games that I had an extra ticket. TJ, you can fly in. No, I know. I know. Go. I'm going to be in Vegas a lot. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, definitely. We could do a game together. No problem. All right, TJ, I think uh, for the first show of the year, it's great having Pearl on. Next Second week, show have- of the year, but that's not a big deal. Second, Second show of the year. Gosh. Getting hey, the you're, year. you're still on that strong start, you know, so maybe it's not the official start, but we're still starting the year strong. So that's all right. I'll let it slide. Hey, I'm going to end this show and I've got so many cool projects I'm working on. I just I'm so excited about this year. Last year was my one of my biggest years ever, if not my biggest year ever in many different aspects of business. 
um, and personal life. And I want to just really jam it. And it's not that I made new year's resolutions. I just have goals. Right. You should always have goals. It doesn't matter, you know, what, what, what time of year it is. It's always a time to, like you say, uh, progress and move and, and, you know, level up a bit. Exactly. Exactly. So go ahead and let us know what's up TJ. And we'll be back next week. Next week, by the way, who's scheduled is Sammy Phillips. And we're going to have the penthouse pet of the year on. Dang. Yeah. How much fun is that going to be? I have a lot of beauty on the show between Pearl and going into next week. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yes, I guess. Uh, all right. So tonight uh, it's Wednesday. People won't hear this because the show airs on Thursday, but you can check out the archive of Invicta FC 45, which is available on YouTube and I believe MMA junkie.com. So uh, please tune into that Saturday. Uh, check out myself and Pearl Gonzalez on extra rounds immediately following the UFC uh, broadcast on ESPN plus we'll be live breaking down all the action coming out of the apex and uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at TJ DeSantis. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, TJ, I want to tell you too, that millions.co mm-hmm. my branding company, it is doing gangbusters. Uh, the audience grew 100% month after month in 2021. Huge. And it's huge. And the amount of athletes, professional sports teams, otherwise of all different af- uh, sports yeah. around the world. So coming. many, I, I get uh, ads for it on like my Facebook, Bruce. So oh, many did? people, yeah, so many people I recognize that, you know, MMA fighters from uh, all, all around the world are getting in on this thing, it's, it seems like. Fighters, soccer players, football players, baseball players, Major League, NHL, MLB, everybody's, not everybody, but a lot of people coming in. This is really taken off. On well, so people with fan bases, you know, and that's, that's really what it's, it's all about because as a fan, you want to support, you know, who you appreciate. And that's one thing that I think we don't necessarily always see when you buy, say, a, a player's jersey in a certain uh, yeah. league. It doesn't always, you know, get a kickback to the athlete, at least not the way that you, you think it might, even though it bears their, you know, identity and, and likeness. Um, the fact that you can really support these athletes on millions, it's not only getting something for your dollar, but it's also supporting, you know, something that you're interested in and a cause, if you will, uh, behind these athletes. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you for the co-promotion. I appreciate that, that's, it. That's why I'm here. 15 years in, the, in this business. <laughs> All right, everybody. So check out millions.co. And of course, check out your puncher's chance. Uh, if you're watching UFC, break open the bottle. Come on. People are out there taking a puncher's chance. Support the cause. What is the cause? Uh, I don't know. Uh, to, to get out of your clothes and be in your bed and not remember how you got there, apparently. Yeah, well, I guess if that's your end result, then as long as you're safe and have you know. So all good. All right, TJ, um, we'll be back next week. Like I said, everybody, thank you for joining in. I hope that your new year has started off strong and positive and you're looking forward to a really great year. Please, please stay safe out there. I know it's hard, but do the best you can to protect yourself and the people around you. And most of all, set your goals, write them down, learn about them, be knowledgeable about them, have all the information. So when you step on that path to success, as you walk down that yellow brick road, you'd be the best you can be. And then you're winning. If you're number one, then you're really winning. The bottom line is be the best you can be, be a role model to your sphere of influence, treat everybody with respect, be honest and go for it, period. All right, everybody. I've talked. I get paid to talk. I talk too much. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to say buffer out. Have a great week. See you from the octagon.